What's up, everybody? Ryan, ATX Metal Podcast, back again with another episode. And in this episode, I sit down and talk to Adam and Noah of Gratitude TX. I posted a office space meme trying to gin up some more interviews and bands that I've never heard of. And I found them in the comments section, checked out some of their latest music and instantly knew that I had to chat with them. We talk about everything from punk rock horror movies to shrinkflation to divorce and life in the church, their April run and their addition to Unchained Fest. I mean, it was just an all around great time chatting with these guys. So I'm just excited to introduce you if you're not familiar with them. Hopefully I can interest them in coming up here and getting on a show at Come and Take It Live one day. Speaking of Come and Take It Live, thank you very much to our sponsors, Come and Take It Live, Come and Take It Productions. If you want to check out the venue, if you want to check out the shows that are upcoming, just head to the links in the description that I've provided for you. Scan the event calendar tab and see if you have a show that you'd like to attend. If you see a local band that is opening up for the touring package or if it's just a local show, as always, buy your tickets from the locals, support local at any cost. And speaking of supporting local, shout out to our other sponsor, BumperActive.com. If you need merch, if you're in the Austin area, they have a physical location on Burnett Road. Hit them up. Let them know that the podcast sent you. They will take care of all of your merch needs if you're doing a mini run, if you're going to a out-of-town show and just want something to take with you, like promotional items. They do graphic design. They do everything. It's just another avenue that I hope to uh, be available to provide for all of our locals. So let me introduce you to Gratitude TX. There's a movie called The Green Room. God, Have you seen that? I feel like yes. It has Patrick, Patrick Stewart in it. Sir it's Patrick about Stewart. Games. Yeah. Okay. So uh, Sir Patrick Stewart is a Nazi. As skinhead bar. Okay. He's the head Nazi. Really funny, right? <laughs> I mean, uh, it's, it's... Everyone dies. Like it's, it's a horror movie. Okay. It's like a horror movie. Uh, there's a it's a punk band. Uh, they're touring. And they uh, they end up at this one place, and they uh, they play it at a restaurant, a Mexican restaurant in South California. Interesting. And they were only paid like twenty bucks because of the guy, the promoter was like, "I'm sorry, oh, the last minute changes and crap." And they're playing like punk songs for a little old Mexican lady. <laughs> and he says, "Hey, if you want to make some money, call this guy, play at this venue." They, he didn't. It's my cousin. Okay. Isn't that movie based off of Vans Warped Tour or something like that? No, that's Punk Rock Holocaust. But anyway, so Patrick Stewart is uh, uh, the head Nazi. They go, they play, they, they they call him out, say skinheads and all this stuff, and they see a girl get killed. And so at the venue, they lock themselves in a room in the green room, and they're trying to they're trying to get the Nazis are trying to get in to kill the punk band. They kill almost all of them, 
And then Sir Patrick Stewart that comes in, like he would get beat by dogs, he would get shot. It's, it's it's really gory. And the whole the whole thing was based on a question they were asked in a podcast video the first show says, What's your um what is your uh your desert island song? Uh, album. What's your Desert Island album? What album would you pick to a Desert Island? And what the bass player just said, I don't know. At the end, they're sitting down, the two survivors sitting down, they, they're siphoning out gas, to, like they're trying to fill a car. And uh, he's like, I know what my Desert desert Island album is. And the other person says, I don't give a fuck. And he just goes to black and credit. It's freaking <laughs> the best movie ever. It's this great. yeah, so I'm looking it up right now. Uh, the plot is DC punk band Ain't Rights, Pat, Sam, Reese, and Tiger are traveling to the Pacific Northwest, low on funds. Typical, typical band shit. Mm-hmm. After their gig is canceled, a radio host arranges a new show in a rural area outside Portland uh, through his cousin oh, Daniel. Arriving at the venue, they realize it's a neo-Nazi skinhead bar, and they're opening for an NSBDM band. <laughs> cow catcher uh-huh. they, they go they go ahead with the show anyway during their set pat notes two young women emily and amber look disturbed and being shepherded out of sight what yeah why have i never heard of this movie <laughs> holy shit did you, did you uh just now figured out who gratitude texas was we talked about it yet. <laughs> told you. well i guess i guess that's a perfect way to uh start the show off uh Welcome to the show, everybody. My name is Ryan, your host, the ATX Metal Podcast. And today I have Gratitude TX on the line with me. Uh, go around the room, say your name, what you guys do in the band, and where you're from, and then uh, we'll just go from there. What's up, guys? Um, I'm Adam uh, Matthews. Uh, I'm the bass player and backup secondary vocals of Gratitude TX. My name is Noah. Um, I take care of most of the administrative duties of Gratitude Texas Financial. I uh I do lead vocals. I occasionally play bass, and uh, what else do I do? I don't know. I I do. I manage the Instagram and TikTok with gratitude. Um, like the band the members, ad. Yeah, that's what they call me. <laughs> um, as well as members who are not here with us today is Ramon Dorame. He's our guitarist and guitarist. We have another a couple of temporary members that we use. Um, whenever we're in a pinch, one of whom we're currently using for drums, fill in, fill in as mm-hmm. a Don Pena. He's my best friend. He's my best friend. He's, he's basically the Corpus Christi's Fiend's best friend. Yeah. He's friends with everybody. And um, a guitarist of the history, um, his name is David Collier, and he shreds. He is the shred sled of the, of the team. Well, I can tell you right now, y'all are new to me. I would actually have to go back and figure out the exact moment in time where I was like, I need to talk to these guys. But I think it was off of a release radar because you guys have some fairly new music that is circulating on uh, all the socials. Yes? Our last release was a EP called Epa's Voices. We released it on April 20th of 2022. We are currently looking to book new dates for the studio because we want to release more music, give the people what they want, which is more music. So we hope to have something out by summer 2023 new. But yes, we do have out uh, Deathless Voices, 
and our our debut low road trying to find it it i had unfit unsecure i think that's it okay oh man yeah that that's our uh, kind of our radio friendly <laughs> song Thanks, we want to dive into the the, the cat the dichotomy of unfit unsecure yeah, if you could. Yeah. Uh, I, again, so while you guys explain that one, I'm going to look through our conversations because I want to get I always like to have the uh, the backstory of like how we got to this point. So that way there's just context on how I personally discovered you guys and what led me down the road, uh, you know, to gratitude and why we're here today. So go ahead and knock For it out sure. of the park. I'm interested to learn um, while I look this up. All right, one question for you right quick, Brian. Go for it. What are you drinking? Yeah, what are you drinking? That's what we're like. A mini Pepsi. All right, all right. Oh, okay. So, not sponsored. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> if you want to, though, holler at us. Not affiliated, but, you know, we yeah. like Sprite. So um, I'm, I, I like to mix things up because I'm, I'm weird. I have uh, reverse osmosis water and a Mexican Coke. What? Uh, okay. <laughs> Usually I'm drinking whiskey. Uh, yeah, I. I don't want this early in the morning. <laughs> I tend to have a whiskey of some sort with soda or a sprite. I, I'm usually like a like a whiskey sprite or something to that effect. Blue Moon or a Miller. I'm not fancy. I'm just like, hey, I like what I like. But last yep. night I threw a show at Come and Take It Live. It was kind of a last minute. The cancellation. Hey Ryan, can you you know can you fill in these dates? I think we actually talked about that earlier. Um, but I had I had a few more drinks than I thought, but because I had spaced it out over eight hours, I just I was like, I've only had like two, right? And they're like, No, you've had like nine. And I'm like, Well, that's one an hour. Plus, I was like hammering water because trying to trying to tone it down. Not that I drink in excess. I've never been someone to do that obviously we've all had our moments but um, mm -hmm. but yeah enough about my alcoholism uh back to the music <laughs> yeah right. that's our that's our, our podcast tradition we, we like to ask people what we were drinking oh well in that case today's beverage of choice is a 7.5 ounce pepsi in a can and i say this for a reason uh for two reasons first you may not notice that these cans are they look the same, but they're actually what's called shrinkflation. As we pay more in prices and inflation, companies do shrinkflation. These used to be eight ounce cans, not 7.5. Yep. And ah, if you look right. at your Doritos bags, it used to be eight ounces. Now it's like seven or six point something. So you think that you're getting the same thing wrong. You're actually paying more for less now. Uh, yeah. And uh, if you look at your Dorito bag, it has more air in it. Yeah. Now I was always skeptical on the air. There is a, uh, there's a thing about that. Like, you know, when you, when you burst it open, you would expect the chips to be to the top. There's, there's a reason there's, you know what? I'm going you know, to put that down on the two. <laughs> Why is there air in my fucking chip bag? Okay. I can tell you if you want. Oh, really? Oh, wait, real quick. Also, Pepsi has to be drank from a can because that's where it's, it's most savory is that's true i love it yeah so in the my, air is to make sure the chips on the scale but is it like there's got to be a metric 
Huh? There's got to be a metric. Like there's so yeah. much, there's so much mass or volume of chip. There's like a chip to so, air ratio. What's that? Yeah. So think about it like an amp. An amp has to have so much air in it behind it to be able to create the volume. Same thing with chips. If there's too much air, they go stale faster. If there's too less air, they become stale faster. So it's 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 a it's a combination of the two. See. All right. So we've done so, our we've done our sidebar. <laughs> we appreciate your patience. You've been so, down the rabbit hole. Okay. So I've been us here. So a lot of things have happened, and it's crazy how the pandemic and and life sort of play each other out. Fully agree there. I uh, went through a whole ass marriage, and in that marriage, uh, we we've struggled with the church. I'm still single, and I still struggle with the church, and. Oh yeah, that's right. I I I wanted to kind of bring that up front that you guys are. Uh, would you consider yourself like Christian metal? I mean, I don't know what that faith based heavy worship. Yeah, bingo. There it is. All right, carry on. So we've and even our guitarist today is. I hope he doesn't go down the same path I do, but he's having similar struggles bringing twenty twenty three and his I brought it in twenty twenty two. Um, I hope by the time that this is posted that, you know, he's over the things that he's over. But originally, I had, this was supposed to be a song about like a guardian angel. And my ex was like, no, nah, I don't like that. So she was going to sing on it and stuff. It was it was something where where Ramon was like, hey, man, let's do like a, he kept on calling it mainstream, mainstream, mainstream. Like that. that did not click with me. Yeah. It irritated the hell out of me every time he'd say it after I titled the song. This is mainstream one, man. Um, what was the original title called? I don't remember. Okay. <laughs> but the first half of the song is about someone who's really burned out in the church, who isn't fitting into the church box mm-hmm. of what is, you know, your typical uh, Joe or Jan expects, you know, a church person to be. And it's just about somebody struggling with the church. Um, the second half of the song is, I was waiting for somebody to ask me about this. This, this shit, it, it, it was really about the struggles in my, uh, in my marriage that ended up uh, failing. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. Like I said, everything is on the table. And I don't wish... What happened to me on anybody? It's just statistically, it happens to a lot of people. And every time we walk into a song, something I try to do with our music is make it to where you have an emotional connection with it. Um, people can emotionally connect with struggling with the church, people mm-hmm. can emotionally connect to struggling in their personal relationship with a significant other. So at the very end, I say, don't take this the wrong way. There will always be pain, but it's how we deal with it that makes us pain. Um, how we cope with the struggles, you know, how we work through the struggles is, you know, what makes us who we are. It's what makes us or breaks us. Yeah. And the song didn't age well at all. It was like a, the way I put it. Was the song aged like a McRib in the back of a work truck. And <laughs> Not in the good. Yeah. 
in my life. Um, I think we've played it live maybe three times. Mm-hmm. I'm not closed off to doing it. I've I've gotten to the point where I I can breathe through the song, but it's something that we put out. It's something that I own up to, and it's very fascinating that of the 10 songs we brought up, that's the very first one. You're like, unfit, unsecure. What's up with that one, guys? <laughs> well, I mean, you know. We just, we're just, all right, we're going to dive right into this. <laughs> hey, man, get that Mexican Coke ready. We ask the hard questions over here. I got a French flag. <laughs> we, so I think, uh, so I appreciate your, uh, your candor and your honesty because that's, uh, that is the level of, information that i just as a on a human level really like to understand because in the music i may not understand any of the lyrics but subconsciously i may pick up on this or that um i myself was raised you know conservative go to church on sundays in north carolina mm. we go to church when mm. it was times were good we would not go to church for weeks, months on end. Not that there was any bad relationship with our, I think it was like Southern Baptist Church. Can't remember, or First Baptist. And they're done that. And then I went to, I kind of bounced around to a few churches with my relatives. There was like Asbury Baptist Church that grandma went to. I think there was a Methodist church that my aunt went to. Sorry, I'm a Methodist. Oh, okay. I I honestly don't know enough about religion to really like fully invest myself. Uh, so, um, but when I left, uh, I'll I'll be honest with you. I haven't stepped foot in a church at definitely since I've lived in Texas. So that's at least thirteen years, twelve years. Yeah. Well, um, well I'll let you know something. If you ever come to one of our shows, we bring the church. <laughs> and i have whenever you say do you have anything extra to add i have a whole spiel about that no okay i got you <laughs> and and i uh and i and some of the music that i listened to early on you know was like christian metal you know like and it was unbeknownst to me like i was yeah. a huge for today fan but that's a blatant like disclaimer whenever you see them play yeah, but it's other bands that kind of sneak it in. Not not that they're sneaking it in there. I don't want I don't want that to come across wrong. Um, okay, for example, there's a band called Convictions. Yeah. Yep. And I spoke to their lead singer, and I heard I forget what the title of the song is, but it was about his friend uh, or a friend of the band's committing suicide. I was so pumped because that song to me audibly. It, it it just goes. Yeah, that's one of my favorite songs too. And then you and then I talk to him and I'm like, man, you got this banger, blah, 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 blah. And I'm all hyped about it. He's like, uh, yeah, dude, actually that's about my um that's about so and so, you know, taking their life. And I just instantly regretted calling it a banger. So with the the song that that I mentioned earlier, oh also uh I am once divorced, so I can tell you that there is light on the other side of that tunnel. I am happily married now going on 13 years, been with her for 15. Oh, yeah. So Congratulations. and actually the only reason that literally the only reason that I am in Texas is because I followed my ex-wife and my oldest daughter out here. They 
live in San Antonio. So I first moved to Georgetown, then to, and I currently live in Leander. So that is, that is literally the only reason that I'm here. Um, so, so yeah, I mean, divorces, some are good, some are bad, you know, people mend, people heal, other people take time. Uh, so I really think that I, I, I'm just kind of just, maybe I'm correlating here, but maybe the reason I chose that song is like subconsciously it connected to me, regardless of understanding the, the body or the subject of it at its, at its beginning points of when I found it. And really like you will get these guys that are like super church and they'll like think it's about other things. And I just let them have their own interpretation well, of what it's about. And really like, really like with the, the dichotomy of our music, I let, I let people have their interpretations of what our music is about. But if you ask me, I will tell you. Okay. And that's the beauty of music. And you like good, really good music is like you were saying, a lot of these bands, you don't want to say sneak Christ in. Right. And they're not trying to do that. What they're doing is they're, they're telling you how Christ is them. Right. This is how we see it. This is how, and you can interpret it into, oh, I see God in this. I see, I see what they're saying about God. Or you can say, oh, wow, this is a really heavy song. I want to throw hands. Yeah. Right. <laughs> or you, you know, uh, I like the message of, this part of it. Right. And then they don't hear the, the other part, but when someone points it out, they're like, oh, yeah, that's been there this whole time. Right. Oh, side think. note, shout out to Eric Knighton for doing features oh, on yeah. Unfit as the Fear, uh, because I absolutely hated that song before he did um, his features. <laughs> I, Eric Knighton made that song. Yeah. He, like, I wrote it. Uh-oh, you froze. Uh-oh. Oh, okay. So I'll go back over that too. Shout out to Eric Knighton from uh, Brave Days for featuring vocals on uh, Unfinished Fear because I absolutely despised that song before uh, he put vocals on it. And if he hadn't have done it, I would still hate that song. <laughs> well, I'm, gl- I'm glad that it. I'm glad you don't don't be hating it anymore. No, after yeah. after he put his 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 sprinkles on top of that song, it was it was what it needed to be. Yeah. Oh, I finally figured out how we made this connection. How we got here. So. It was that song, couple more, and when I started trying to build the show that I threw last night, I was just looking right here. Uh, you guys, I think, I think Noah, you commented on the post about potentially jumping on the tw- the January twenty first show. So was it Facebook or Instagram? Started on Facebook, migrated to Instagram chat, and now we're here. So you're <laughs> actually talking to two different guys. That's yeah. something we don't really. We don't really make a known thing until we get into these business conversations. Oh. So Ramon Durame manages the Gratitude Facebook, and I manage the Instagram and TikTok. And it kind of works out because you'll get two different sides of content. So it's not just like, <laughs> you know, we part into a computer screen and it, gets, it shows up the same way every, every single time. So Ramon throws out the line. And Noah's the bait. Noah's the one who reels you in. <laughs> Noah, I'm sorry. No, Adam is the reeling in. I'm yeah. sorry you got used like that. <laughs> no, I have, I have the dreams of where we go. <laughs> oh, man. Such wholesome moments here on the ATX Metal Podcast. Oh, gosh. <laughs> 
so yeah, that's how that's how we got here. That's how I personally found and got to know uh, gratitude was through trying to put you guys uh, on a show. But obviously, you know, sometimes it doesn't work out. Last night's show was great. I loved it. Got to see some youngins tear it up. One of them even Ooh, said, right. "One of them even said, can I destroy this guitar on stage?" And I personally had never seen that done at Come and Take It. So I asked the security guards. I was like, "Hey, uh," they're like, "No, no, 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 nope." Nope, 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 nope. He can do it in the parking lot. And I forgot to tell him that. So shit, I have to go tell him that again. Because he wanted to get it on video. Because it was, he said, if I, remember the, if I remember the conversation right, he said that he's, his very first show in Austin was at Come and Take It Live. And now, he gets, and now he got to play there last night. So full circle, he wanted to smash it for the gram or for TikTok. And that's actually how I found him was on TikTok making these, these ridiculous just edits and cuts and I'm just sitting here just like eating it up, you know, just I'm loving it. I'm loving it. Uh, by the way, that band is called Safe Haven Rock Band on Instagram and TikTok. Don't okay. confuse it with Safe Haven, California, because that's who I first reached out to thinking it was the Austin band and then got my wires crossed. Uh, so that was kind of like, you know, pie in the face moment. But uh, but we saved it. So anyway. Now you guys are getting ready to come up on some tours that will potentially lead you up this way. Maybe, maybe not. Um, let's talk about that. Yeah, so we've got one, two, three-ish, agent-ish, I say, where we've got different guys booking different things. We have a run coming up in April. April 5th, 6th, 7th, 8th, we'll go to El Paso, Albuquerque, Flagstaff, Salt Lake City, Utah, Colorado Springs, Colorado. Um, Adam, you want to talk about that festival that we just got added on to? Yeah, uh, so there's a festival out in St. Louis, Missouri, called the Unchained Fest. It's a Christian metal music or Christian metal rock music festival. Um, last year, they uh, they have some really good bands on, I believe, Convictions playing and some other bands. We were asked to jump on that, I want to say, about four or five days ago. Very, very recently. And they already have a video of us posted, announced, everything. We're like, last night, they were like, hey, you guys see the video? We are like, what video? And they were like, the video of Unchained Fest. They have video of us. What? Like, we're a done deal already. So, yeah, so... That's going to be fun because uh, we're playing with some OG bands. Uh, Living Sacrifice is the band headlining the, the night we're, we're playing. And that's bonkers because that's a great, that's like OG. They paved the way for Christian <laughs> metal and metal tour yeah. back in like the 90s. So it's pretty rad. Wow. We're getting to come full circle with some mm -hmm. of the OGs to say. And this is in Missouri? St. Louis. And, yeah. so, and the funny thing about it was we did a run at the Chicago event. Here. Shout out to Kevin Geekin and all those guys. Yep. And we were talking about making a connection in St. Louis, but we could never find a connection. And then, and then, bam, boom, it just falls <laughs> in our lap festival. And it's the the way that they were operating in 2023 versus 2022. It's like night and day because mm -hmm. we had to fight tooth and nail for anything and everything we did. We did a four day run in April of last year, and it felt like we were pulling teeth. And Literally, like, I can literally <laughs> fighting promoters. That had to go through four different promoters to get to one particular city. Um, but this 
this year, year we're doing a, a run in July um, based off of that Unchained Fest. And uh, last year, we also uh, played a show in Little Rock, Arkansas, which we will do the day before Unchained Fest. In Kansas City. Last year. Yeah, Kansas City last year as well. That was, that was a fun one. Um, no, that was Little Rock. <laughs> that was Little Rock, yeah. Um, so, in July, we were going to do... Well, this is still up in the air, so this this is gonna go one of two ways. Um, either A, it's gonna be called the Tortuga Tour, and we're gonna make a stop in Atlanta after Unchained Fest, or we already have a gentleman house map we take Noah, who got us hooked up in Florida and Jacksonville and Daytona Beach, and we may just call it a four day run. But you know, sitting there and haggling people for like two, three months to get, you know breadcrumbs versus this year where we're getting added to festivals and we have people just handing us things um it has been a massive blessing to mm-hmm. to us to our stress level to our emotional health mental health all that we're i'm we're we're running independent uh we don't like we have a, we have a couple of agents but you know we're mostly running things ourselves with a little bit of external assistance and it is it's running like butter this year and i couldn't be more happy pleased ecstatic um humbled mm-hmm. about the way um it's going this year it it really shows uh when you put the work in like last year it was a lot of work uh we were not we were known in our city and known in several other places now that we're putting more music out there more content and so that the work does help a lot so i think whenever whenever we the pandemic hit and we got told to go home by the government i know that that was frowned upon on you know tens of millions and then others were like well hell yeah i ain't going outside but i took advantage of that and did a series called locked in the closet where i because i lost my studio at my friend's house and we wanted to play it safe so and plus, he 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 was kind of he's just you know he was done with the podcast and wanted to move on. And I was like, cool, cool man, I'll keep this thing going. And the locked in the closet series was my first iteration of like me, like my thoughts, my processes, what I thought would be neat little project. And from that, talking with musicians and seeing all of the just progress that has been made for some of my personal friends over the because of the time and the effort that they put in when they were told to just go home and then you know then everything started kind of getting back and shows were kind of hit or miss and but dude this year i mean my buddy went from sitting on my couch with 80 listeners on spotify to now they're over a million and mm-hmm. it took 2 years or three years, two years, three years. So, and then like for me, like I'm booking shows. Um, I'm touring with bands this year. We I, are, oh, I will give, man, I have faulted. I have been messing up, guys. So I will break some news here right now. Breaking news. So as of next year, no date confirmed, but it will happen at Come and Take It Live. And the, this is open to all all metal and rock bands or indie punk, whatever. And we will be hosting the very first Texas Video Music Awards. 
because we get shunned at the Grammys and I was literally standing in line to vote this past November. Uh, uh, by the way, get out, get registered to vote. It's my little PSA. I called up the Penny Rock production guys that are doing the documentary of The Backroom, Bloody and Bruised. It's going to be an amazing film. But I wanted to do a showcase to kind of celebrate videographers, photographers, directors, cinema photographers, but also throw a show. And after talking with them, we've come up with the... I don't know if I'm... Okay, I'm not going to say the name of it. But basically, it has like a name and a website and everything, but it will be the first of its kind. And the gates are open to everyone that wants to submit their videos. So we have to come up with... we Basically, the Grammys are like the MTV Music Awards. Yeah. Just done art. For metal. For metal. Yeah. That's and, awesome, man. And so... I'm a filmographer photographer myself. Oh, so, so yeah. So, I mean, we want to make sure that those people capturing and editing and creating the visual sexy are also, you know, appreciated. But at the same time, we want to shout out to the people that are, you know, doing the damn thing and, and, and just, you know, want to add value and bring it back. And I was talking with one of the younger kids last night that, you know, I'm 39. I've been mm-hmm. doing the podcast for about almost 10 years now. I'm in, I mean, year number nine. And the bands that I kind of grew up here with in Texas, it's it's not what it used to be. So now I have like this new crop coming through and I'm trying to reach out and find new bands such as yourself uh, so that I can, you know, get more music in front of more people. And I figured, why not a VMA, right? <laughs> so it's going to be dressed to the nine, spotlights on the roof, black carpet affair instead of red photo booth so you can get your picture taken and all that. Dude, it's going to be, it's going to be bananas. So, so the question I got, is it just going to be for like videography or is it going to be like music? And- oh no. B- best, best album, best single, you know, best low budget award. Like, did you shoot this on an iPhone with some, you know, filter? You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> so will there also be a producer section for yes. all the guys? Yes. Do? This is, this is what we have to, this is the struggle that we have right now is trying to figure out the structure. How many, you know, do we just do a, a dialed down version as our first run and just have, you know, best artist of the year uh, or best album of the year? But then, okay, well, how do we vote on that? How do, what does that look like? How, yeah. do we, how do we make it transparent? How do we make it unbiased? So yeah. there's a lot of moving... A lot of moving parts in there, but anyway, I wanted to just well, I mean, if TikTok can do it. Why can't we? <laughs> right, you know. I mean, we're all we need to do is get the right people in the room or on the right video chat, and we can hammer yeah. out the idea. I just, I just want this to happen. In my brain it went there when you were talking about it. Is some some random reporter saying, "Excuse me, Noah, what are you wearing today?" Uh, I'm wearing an Augsburg red shirt with. Uh, Memphis Mayfire booty shorts and uh, bam, my designer. <laughs> You're packed up. You're dead. Because I can see it. I can see it. I mean, he's wearing a rain shirt. Shout out. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. what, what, who are you repping? I can't. Yeah, huh? but it's rain. 
Oh, close, oh, your, eyes. Me, uh, close your eyes. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I definitely, I actually have that exact shirt. So, uh, shout out, Randy, yeah. Skyler, Mikey J. Oh, yeah. We, uh, we played with them two days down here. We were with Callan, not McCallan, uh, Arlington and, uh, Corpus. I was oh, about close your eyes. Oh, not close your eyes. My bad. Yeah. Uh, so, you, do you know who close your eyes? Yes. I'm familiar. Okay. So, um, last year, we did. We do a thing every year called Night Kingdom Come Fest. Okay. Uh, we can go into that if you want. What sure. Night Kingdom Come is uh, Night Kingdom Come is a heavy metal worship service. Okay. That I did for the last thirteen years. We started in two thousand nine. Uh, we play instead of uh, like David Crowder, uh, oh, how you love the soul or whatever. Right. Like traditional worship. Instead of that, we play for today, and we play Demon Hunter. We play aggressive metal. Right, and that's how we work. We uh, are at our peak. We had about thirty-five, fifty-five kids land dancing, throwing hands. All, all in the name of Jesus. Yeah, all for the, the Lord. Do you ever, do you ever get any put crew real quick? I want. I've, I've been curious about this. I, I think I asked this to the convictions guy. But do you ever get like pushback from family, like or friends that are like, "How can oh. you do this?" But this, like, I get weird questions sometimes. But uh, the church that we're based out of. St. Johnstown Methodist, which okay. is the church I go to, they absolutely love the idea of the metal service because it's a different outtake of worship. Right. All things can be worship, between washing dishes, to going to work, to giving our summer home a ride from the bar. Giving someone home a ride from the bar to punching your neighbor in the face during a, a sick breakdown. So we decided to do it and they let us do it and we've been doing it ever since. Uh, cool. When the pandemic hit, we went from about 55, 70 people to zero. Yeah. So we had to really rethink how we did it. We did online services. Had really good stuff. My brother, Harley Matthews, uh, was the pastor of that specific thing. He was pastor in training. He is now in seminary school to become a full-fledged Methodist pastor, Whoa. which is awesome. Uh, he's also an outlaw preacher, which is a basically punk rock metalhead preacher. You don't know what that is. I, I uh, Dave Baker is one of them. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm putting it together um, now. But, huh? I, I I was I'm putting the pieces together now. Yeah. So um, we we decided to do a PKC fest as a going away thing for him, and we got to put the band Bloodline. That was the first one ever. Bloodlines and four other bands: uh, Miriam, Gratitude, uh, Reborn. No, the Reborn wasn't there. It was Ch- uh, uh, Stop the yeah, we didn't get reborn. Oh. They were going to be on. Benson was going to be on the stage. Oh. But anyway, uh, the second year, around around the time Close Your Eyes put out uh, like a new logo, one night I had a dream that they played at My Kingdom Come. And there was 400, there was a ton of people in the church slam dancing, praising the Lord. It was, like, was kind of like a, a vision kind of thing. I told Ramon, I told Noah, hey, we need to start contacting them. They're doing a reunion. It's happening. And that same week, they announced they're doing a reunion run. Hey! And then we, uh, Ramon, we, we did what we did, what we told you earlier. Ramon started messaging them. Hey, uh, we wanted to book you. How much? We started talking to them about this. And Noah went in there with uh, the, the bait and the... Uh, and the real uh, <laughs> And the uh, real... Between the organization of that kingdom come, we uh, brought Close Your Eyes Back to the Dead from yeah, not playing just yeah. 
we were their first show back. Awesome. That's, yeah. That's impressive. That's and uh, they were possibly one of my biggest influences in the metal scene and the Christian, the Christian metal scene since their debut album was, uh, what was their, their first album was called Close Your Eyes. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually, I'm actually looking at, I'm trying to like, I'm, I'm, I'm sitting here. Um, I know that the song Valleys. Okay. That, I'm pretty sure oh, that's one. That that's I, the broken heart, heavy hands. Heavy hands and heart. Yeah. Like the very I, first time I ever heard Close Your Eyes. I was in high school, and they they were doing some stuff with Hart, the Hardin Simmons University there in Abilene, and they had sent the Hardin Simmons had sent a mix CD for whatever reason, and uh, Close Your Eyes was on that mix CD as a song called Hold On, so that was like Close Your Eyes '09 before mm-hmm. like before Close Your Eyes had like hit the big the big league, so that's that's where I got my Close Your Eyes, but. I mean, they they were a big influence of mine, along with like complete encouraging my children, my bride, the chariot. Oh, my child, my children, my bride, dude. So them, oh sleeper, for today. Now oh, it's all now it's all starting to come back to me. God, yeah, dude. Like oh sleeper for sure is still then and now one of my favorite bands, and uh, mm-hmm. and I never knew my my children my bride until maybe like five years after i was like just banging my head not understanding because i i'm i'll just full disclosure like i'm a i'm a fan of the music i'm not a lyrics guy because the music i listen to you typically can't understand them so yeah they're real lyrics yeah right i don't (laughs) i don't not listen to the lyrics but if i hear a song and i like it audibly then that's when I start reaching into the coffers of okay, what is this song about? Okay, is it is it a part of, you know, is it a thread or is it just a one off or is it a part of this bigger kind of thing? So that way I can get more into it. So I feel like if I kind of keep <laughs> if I keep my standards low at at inception of new music and not really think too much about it, like well, what are they saying in the verse or you know. Yeah, where did they come from, and who are their influences? Like, no, nah, dog, just what's the theology behind that? Yeah, like, <laughs> does yeah. the music speak to you and make you tap your foot and bob your head and make you want to move? Yes. Okay. If the answer to question one is yes, go on to step two. If not, go to another station or you know something like that. Yeah, and that's why whenever I go to write the music, it's like, can you relate to this? Can you make an emotional mm-hmm. connection to this? So are you the so, main, I'm, I'm sorry, just work. Are you the oh, main songwriter? I write the lyrics. Uh, Ramon is the main instruments guy. And then we'll kind of collaborate on, you know, instrumentals and parts and how long parts are going to be or the yeah. intro and stuff. And then I, uh, the songs that I sing, I usually write the lyrics too. We collab on that too. Where do you, do you guys mix in house or do you shop it out? Um, as far as recording or as far as writing? Uh, sure. well, both. So we'll, we'll do all of the skeletal writing stuff. We do all that in-house, but whenever we go to produce, we go to Chris Hunter Marshall at the total recording there in Haslett, Texas. Mm-hmm. So oh, make sure Snake Father goes there. The devil himself goes there. Snake uh, Father. Yeah. Woo! Hey, daddy. Yep. That dude is on a mission. I'm telling you, 
he's on a mission mm-hmm. to just put out as much. God damn, I haven't. I have not. John is the next upon a burning body. <laughs> I hey, heard it here first, well, guys. <laughs> which is funny. Uh, well, so I was going to mention TKC still going as a podcast. Oh, okay. um, we're doing we're doing biweekly devotional podcast with Dana and Jesus if we can. Uh, with it's me and my buddy David Pallotti, who is an original member of the I Can Come crew. Okay, uh, we took over a couple years ago, and then uh, we decided to do a different different take on it. After after COVID and stuff, but um, what I was gonna say was, uh, oh yeah, sorry to cut you off on that. My bad. Oh, you're good. Uh, TKC Fest three is gonna be later in the year, so that's gonna be fun. Fall 2023. Fall 2023. And uh, my goal is every year bigger, better. Oh yeah, I I I I think just to kind of like call back to what I was saying earlier is that the not the value because. God, what's the word I'm looking for? The music that's coming out today is not the music that used to come out like sporadically kind of peppered, you know, like the the old day of like write an album for a six months to eight months and then tour on it for a year. Now it's single, single, single. EP. Pop pop music. Yeah. And it's like, oh, here's a single. Uh, here's a single. And pop, I, pop, pop, pop. you know, I, there's in a... I think in the sh- in the movie Fight Club, where Ed Norton is uh, shaking his uh, sugar packet, uh-huh. called a single serving, single serving, and I I, th- I think that there was some kind of phrase like single serving friends, like they're just it's a one time use. The amount of singles that are coming out, my release radar is, every Friday is just hit after hit after hit, mm-hmm. and I really enjoy. It's like man, it's like like it's just music is just really freaking good now. Like like you almost can't fail because since we're on this just new single dopamine drip feed that everybody's pumping out, you just have the time and the technology to really just sit down and go, yeah, this one's gonna be good. And then you yep. get that one down the road, and the next one you're like, you know what, this one's also gonna be good. Mm-hmm. And it just and it just builds and builds and builds, and by the time you're done, you've got an EP of what would have been one or two singles off an EP that you kind of promote. And the rest is like, you know, maybe some filler or some personal stuff, but now it's just like front to back. I I'm, I'm, I'm thoroughly impressed with the, with the job that you guys as musicians are doing uh, to include the musician family as a whole. Uh, I greatly appreciate you guys putting the time and effort into crafting something that is audibly pleasing. Um, even if we don't line up ideologic, ideology, ideologically, there we go. <laughs> or like, or like, you know, any other affiliation, the fact that we can connect on this level yeah, just through music is, is phenomenal. I love it. it it's interesting that you bring up, um, you know, the album model versus the EP model. Cause one of our fans was asking me yesterday, shout out to Ruben Mendez. Um, he's a big fan of ours. We've got like our OG fans that I sort of keep I keep close contact. Of course, with. you got. To. He, he's asking me. He's like, "Hey, man, you know, when are you expecting to do a full length album?" I was like, "Probably never." <laughs> the, only, the only one in the band that really wants to do a full length album is this guy over here, Adam. Well, and there's there's reasons why I don't want to do it. Uh, one is the the money thing, but the for me it's 
it has to do with what you just went on about, which is quality. Yes. The quality, because like whenever you're only doing four or five songs, you at least you said you have time to sit there and focus, craft, think about the riffs, think about the stop, think about the rest, think about the lyrics, think about the think about the 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 beats, the fills, all of the things, like the effect. And it you know, in turn it gives our producer who is a wizard. I never stopped shouting out Chris because I he's He's he, he has more to do with what you hear than almost what we have to do with what you hear. Oh yes. Um, it gives him the opportunity to just focus his attention on a smaller amount. So it's that quality versus quantity. Yeah. All so, about the quality. All about the, the reason quality. I like the album aspect because he just threw me on the bus there. Is this guy right here? Ah, <laughs> um, uh, that was just Adam uh, in the back running him over. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> um. I, I like storytelling. I like it when you can tell a story. And if we can tell, I mean, we, we've told stories through Low Road and Death of Voices. I like, I, I come from, I, come, I, I was raised with punk rock. Uh, MXPX is one of my favorite bands of Shout all out. time. will always be MXPX. My career is my favorite. Uh, bass player, he's the reason I'm playing bass. But uh, all their albums, like the, the story behind everything. Uh, all of them. And the LPs they have, right? Like the LP, uh, Let It Happen LP, 22 songs for five bucks. I'm like, the spicy deal. Yeah. The spicy deal, it guys. Is, like, and I'm a big CD guy. Like, I love, I love having the physical CDs instead of streams because I can just pop into a CD player and listen to it and not have my, not be on my phone. Oh, he's pulling something out. Yeah, baby. <laughs> you, you saw what was on the other side of the camera. Oh yeah, you've got, you've got my like I don't the whole rack. I don't well, no 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 I don't I don't own a TV. I just own a projector. Uh, but then as far as media, I I have like the the old school from the nineties five disc CD changer with the hell yeah with the turntable and yeah. the stereo. But I'm also lazy as hell most of the time. So like there's a plant, <laughs> there's a there's a plant on top of the of the, of the stereo. <laughs> That that conceals a Bluetooth transmitter. <laughs> so uh, I'm not. I, I, I feel I felt that on a spiritual level. <laughs> yeah. Well, shout out to co- the continuation of keeping it real. Um, the reason that I I should collect more CDs um when I get the chance, and I should I I should be more proactive in my in my merch game. But one of the things that I will never let go is when I get handed demos because people think that I that that I as the podcast guy must have their demo and I will always accept them. And I got this one from this band called Toxic Priest. These kids mm. were like a couple of them were under 21. I think another one was like 23. But they could rip. And I mean rip some of the classic like sounds Mm. and the coolest thing is like this is their demo that they that i was like can you sign all this and so they signed it all okay i will never like uh a band called the zebelian triangle uh yep from from houston uh melodic symphonic death uh 
actually that episode I'm currently editing and will be out soon. So by the time you hear this, you will have already heard that one. So congratulations. You're guaranteed to see live. Are they really? I've never seen them, so I'm trying to get them really? up here. Well, they played at the local Mania in Houston, and then they played at the Death, Death Fest, uh, for the Death Group Productions in San Antonio, at the Epic Bar, and then they've come to Corpus with Slam Master Productions. There it is. I just found it. They When we talked to nice. them, I said they, uh, the reason that this was important to them was that they ordered 100, and we all know, you know, the budget that bands are on, obviously. Mm-hmm. And they ordered a hundred and some some store in Japan was like, hey, uh, how much for some CDs? They're like, well, we only have a hundred. We only printed a hundred. And he bought 20. It was either 22 or 40. I think it was 22. And I asked him, I said, how many do you have left? And they're like, we have less than 10. I was like, Whoop. sign one, send it to me. Sorry, the best part, as I unfold this piece of paper, was a handwritten note with it. Yeah. Like, this is, I got to find a good frame for it, but it's just being able to physically touch it and knowing that that will forever exist as as long as you don't scratch the shit out of it. (laughs) Or you can obviously just back it up on your your MP3 or, or, you know, computer, but I'll probably never put that in a CD player, unless I'm like specifically wanting to do something, but it's nostalgia. It is. Do, do you guys have, what's your, what's your guys, um, what kind what type of merch do you guys have currently? Oh, oh, this is going down. Oh God. Uh Oh, uh Oh, we're at an house. I can't bring anything. <laughs> uh, I didn't know I was supposed to bring so and tell today for the, I know so this is the, the uh, this wasn't, oh, okay. Okay. We're this going there. The drum head. We're going there. Wait a minute. I have a red jumpsuit apparatus one around here somewhere. <laughs> so, oh, he's looking. No, nope, he found it. This, this oh, one. Oh no! This one is of rivals. They, That's awesome. Yeah, like this. I uh, forget who drew it, but this is actually all the members okay, just in anime. Oh, that's tight. Yeah, dude. That's, it was all this, Dragon Ball Z style, too. For, oh, for all... Oh, God damn. I forgot. Um, For everybody listening, we are doing show and tell, because we're doing this, obviously, via a video chat, and we are currently showing off uh, drum heads. This isn't mine, but my brother Harley, he had uh, a job doing catering, and he was uh, given a drum head. Since we're doing drum heads. Uh, I'll pull out the imaginary drum head right here. <laughs> I see it. I can visualize um, it. It was the chariot drum head. Ooh, nice. Uh, they were practicing. They busted their drum head. He's catering to their food. He's like, uh, can I have that? So they, they all signed it. Hold on. Oh, he's getting up. He's getting up. Probably don't, die. don't die. Oh, no. So scared. Jesus, uh, don't see um, Ryan is uh, about to do a backflip off his desk. Yes. So, as... As one of the very most and forever coolest things that I've ever gotten as a podcaster is my very own drumhead. Dang, that's cool. A local band, out of the goodness of their heart, made this for us. And I, like, you want to talk about floored? (sighs) Forever, (laughs) forever great. I will never let this go, ever. It's so cool. It is so cool. Anyway, we're we're nerding out over here on uh, gear. 
Um, <laughs> we're, I, so we're gonna, I have a guitar on my mantle, and I guess we're going to one-up that. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's, this is, yeah, we'll, we'll have to do, we'll have to do a, a, a legit show. And man, why, why is that a thing? Is there a, is there a series out there for show and tell for metalheads? I know that there's a resale website where people sell like vintage band merch, hmm. but official show and tell doubt it. Adam, remember that skateboard deck? Oh, uh, skateboard decks are oh, legit. Yeah. So uh, this guy got me a, uh, a skateboard uh, with MXPX left block on it. What? Uh, yeah. If you guys didn't hear, he said, what? What? Okay. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I have that at home. Uh, but do you know the band Flatfoot 56? I am unfamiliar. So they are an Irish, a Christian Irish Chicago punk band. God. They, uh, you know, Sons of Anarchy? Yes. So the end of the Ireland season, the season where they're in Ireland and they're driving, at the end of the season, they're driving on the coast of Ireland. Right. You remember that scene? Right. There was a song on there. Um, there's a song on there. I'm trying to remember the song. It is uh, it's off their Poil album. Sons of Anarchy. Oh, well, yeah, that's we're all dig yeah, we're all we're like up. first one to find it wins some weird prize. <laughs> well no. So they were on. There was their song. Uh and they are a very, very good band. Tobin is amazing. He's he's a good uh good friend of mine through Pastor Skip from San Antonio. Pastor uh, Skip. All right. All right. We grow stronger. All right, Pete Skip. He uh he passed away a few years ago, cancer. Uh really good guy. If you guys know who I'm talking about, you know who he's amazing. He's an amazing guy. Um, but I met Tobin through him. Uh, Tobin is six foot ten. Cheese and rice. His brother, the bass player, is six foot eight. What? what His are they drummer, eating? who is their cousin, is six foot nine. Then they have a mandolin player who is about six one, who is like this. He's he's wide. He he was he was amazing. And they had a bagpipist who is five two, so <laughs> it's very interesting to look at. Uh, but their music is by far some of the best punk rock I've. Heard. And they just put a new album out too, which is really good. With they did a split EP with, um, I think it was a Rumjack. I love split um, EPs. I, I grew up punk rock. I love I love everything punk rock. You, I can talk about punk rock all. We'll have to do a. We'll have to. I really do want to do a. Uh, I really do want to do some like different episodes where I have you know more than one guest, but it also equals more than one band because mm-hmm. you know it's not ever you know not everybody in this in the in the band uh, is a fan of the music. You know what I mean? Like your your yeah. go to isn't Noah's go to and vice versa. So I feel it's like true. that yeah. there's oh yeah actually what yeah so uh. We kind of got the gist of it, but let's let's uh, let's round out the episode. We're nearing we're nearing our time, ladies and gentlemen. So for you know for people that don't know you, if you could kind of summarize what Gratitude TX is for fans of and and all that, uh, give it a shot. Well, we don't really like to compare ourselves because uh, then you expect us to sound like somebody else. Correct. Um, but do we want to throw bands that you, you may like that? You may like us. We want to do that. That's your call. That's my call. Eh, I'd say just listen to what we do, and maybe you'll like one song. 
out of the 10 that we have or two. Just not, um, just don't, they, just don't lead with the one that I did today. <laughs> I mean, you could, I mean, if you relate to unconventional gear and you don't relate to anything else, we're just happy that you listen to what we have to what we put out there. That yeah. is it. Because it's all about the expression and it, it's something that you related to. Mm-hmm. And I'm not ashamed to say that you related to unconventional gear. Like that's, that's, that's freaking awesome. Yeah. So as far as what gratitude Texas is about, it's about being grateful for the things that you have, knowing that life can change the drop of a hat. And, you know, it's a, it's sort of a lifestyle, if you will, finding joy in the trials, um, you know, <clears throat> having faith when everyone tells you to curse God and die. And, you know, appreciating the good times when things are good and not taking good things for granted. Um, not squandering, squandering good things. And that, for me, was really the basis of the gratitude deck. Is that, and then there was another band like a, like a decade ago called Gratitude. And so we couldn't really use the, the right. gratitude. And so then we just called it Gratitude Deck to differentiate because people are like, oh, gratitude. Aren't you the, no, we're Gratitude Texas. Aren't you the, uh, and you're like, no, no, we're not. You better throw so, some Texas on there. Yeah. So one of the cool things about Gratitude Texas is the uh, the amalgamation uh, al- amalgamation right uh, of members. So like I grew up punk rock, I love punk rock. I do punk bassline, I do metal bassline. Uh, I was in a metal core band for nine years. Uh, Noah here is a caveman. <laughs> he loves it caveman style, brutal beats and bringing it in your face. Ramon is a metalcore guitarist, first, first and foremost. Okay. Uh, David's a shredder. He loves shredding. Yeah. He's a shred sled. So it's it's a combination of all that. So, like, if you, I mean, if you like punk rock, if you like gay band beats, metalcore, all of, our, all of our music has a little bit of a different twist on it. If you listen to one song, the next song doesn't sound like that first song. No. And that's, that's the that's big thing. The, Beautiful, yeah, it's a beautiful thing with the writing and the beautiful thing that we, we're doing. We don't want we don't want to be sub sub uh, uh, sub group into oh that's just that middle core, right? Or that's just that guy. They're just doing the same thing those guys are doing over there. We well, want, you listen to track one and then track two, and then you've listened to seven tracks. And it's like was there was there a song change? There a <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I've been there before. So um, yeah. With the whole gratitude thing, I love the name of the band. I, uh, one of the things that we're supposed, as Christians, we're supposed to remember is being grateful for, every, like, great, be grateful. There's a verse in there about uh, how gratitude is, this is the day the Lord has made. Be joyful in all things. So if you are, if it's a day that it feels rough, if you can find gratitude in that, then that you, you don't have uh that you're not you're not gonna be sad you're not gonna be it's it's kind of like one a pastor says he like his gratitude hmm. you can find gratitude in getting punched in the face you can find gratitude in getting a parking ticket you can, you can, if you you won't have a uh bad day ever again in sin i'm i'm trying to find the gratitude in that parking ticket or that punch in the face but i'm sure it's there right I'm sure yeah. it's there. If you can, I am a, at, at my, at my own fault, I am an optimist. Like, 
yeah. glass half full. Every scenario, there is a better side to it, right? I yeah, mean, absolutely. Um, my mom always <laughs> makes fun. There's something that happens at home that's bad. She's like, well, got that glass half full, right? I'm like, yep, sure enough. Always. Uh, right. Because there's just, you know, like I tell my kid, there's no, like, it's okay to express emotions, anger, sadness, happiness, grief, all that stuff. Uh, yeah. But, but for me, anger is the one that I definitely think you can avoid at all costs because whether you're like in mm -hmm. a confrontation from somebody, you can walk away. If there was yeah. something that happened at work, you can just, you know, take time and focus. I mean, obviously everybody's emotions are, are their own, but yeah. trying to raise my daughter to where anger does not enter her emotion, emotional vocabulary. And that it's always just, whoosah. Okay, here we go. Not getting mad today, dad, but you know, Moment time. <laughs> yeah. So. If you're a busy mom, man, you know what that is. So the, the, me always trying to be just a positive influence on her is, is, you know, it's fulfilling, you know, it's really cool just to kind of see this little human just growing up in front of me. And, yeah. you know, that's, I did that. So I hope that she can carry on the optimism and, you know, the gratitude that I carry, you know, for you guys for allowing, you know, allowing me into your home and you into mine and, and, and sitting here on a Sunday when we could be doing, you know, other stuff. But, uh, I, uh, I greatly appreciate your guys' time and, uh, I look forward to working with you guys in the future. What, uh, you. as a final, as a final thing, uh, hit me with all the apps and all the social medias where people can support you directly. Can I, can I do the one extra thing before we do that? Yeah. hundred percent. So, this is something I'm going to throw out of the festival and you know, it's for people that are listening. Cause if you've gotten this far in the podcast, you appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're like, you're a trooper. You, <laughs> appreciate you hearing us uh, out on a Sunday afternoon or whatever time of the day of the day of the week it is. But, you know, we talk about the church and stuff. The church is in the building. The church is us. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, whenever we are the church, uh, we are representations of the church. And so in that, you know, I say how I treat my bandmates is a representation of the church. How I treat the fans is a representation of the church. How I would treat an ex-wife is a representation yep. of the church. How you how you treat your baby daddy, how you treat your baby mama, mm -hmm. that's a representation of the church. And what the church is supposed to represent is love. And... um Love's a hard thing to show. Mm -hmm. And some people don't have a very good concept of love. And sometimes <clears throat> it's, you know, they say that, you know, you need to love yourself and then you can love other people. And some people are really good at loving themselves. And some people are really good at loving other people. Mm -hmm. And this is a call that I would say to anybody, you know, if you're really good at loving yourself, it's time to start loving other people. Mm -hmm. And for anybody that's good at loving other people, just know that you also need to love yourself. Yep. Um, there was something else I was going to say in there. Nah, that was it. <laughs> and with Gratitude Texas, we sh we like to show you tough love. Yeah, 
We like to. We believe in laying hands. We believe in laying hands. Uh, spins kicks for the crucifix. Krauser for the virgin birth. Double pedal Jesus medal. Um, uh, like I've. <laughs> we broke him again, y'all. Oh, like spin kicks for the crucifix. I have never heard that. Oh, that yeah. is that yeah. is the title. I oh god, that's the but title it, of this episode. Did you, did you hear the second one for the crucifix with gratitude, Texas? Holy did crap! You, did you hear the second one? Double pedal for the what was it? Double yeah. pedal Jesus medal. Double pedal of Jesus medal. Double pedal of Jesus. Crowd yeah. surf for the virgin birth. <laughs> oh man oh that's good <laughs> yeah we come over a ton of them that is fun. god are, are those on shirts huh no we should make shirts for those make, come on yes oh. <laughs> so i have a list of things oh god yeah we have a huge i list. would i would thoroughly represent a you know, spin kicks for the crucifix or surf for the virgin. I would, I would. <laughs> well, while we're, while we're we, new, we have three new merch items we, we want to put out. Yes, um, yes. One is going to be like a new set of shorts. Um, we're tossing around the idea of making like a Bass Pro Shop style dad hat. The first thing that comes to mind is something, something glory hole. <laughs> what? Wrong kind of band. And then the shirt uh, would be like a Bucky style shirt, but we've seen we've recently seen a reemergence of the Bucky style shirt, so I don't know what we would do there, but we'll look into a Bass Pro Shop glory hole. Um, what, a, what about a had. what about a bur- something to do with like the burning bush at Bucky's? The burning bush at Bucky's. Yeah. All right. Sorry, all right. I'm just. I'm, time, we're spitballing here. We're we're we're. Maybe by the time this is posted, maybe uh, you can find our uh, big cartel, and maybe that'll be on there. God, yeah. man, surf, surf, crowd surf, crowd surf, virgin, virgin birth. birth. Dang, yep. boy, that is. Just have a picture of of a mother Mary, pregnant mother Mary, crowd surfing in a concert. Just I could I can see. I mean, I can just see. I like shredded Jesus, just shit whipping somebody up onto the crucifix. I'm you know, like just like almost, almost like, like a spin like a, kick. Let's say it's spin kick. It could be a Barabbas shirt. Jesus yeah. spin kicking Barabbas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, since we're spinning off with stuff, um, I've, I made the Barabbas shirt really freaking brutal as it is. Okay. Which I mean, I don't know why, but I just had this idea of like a sun with nails sticking out of it. And then like two hands, like trying to hold the sun that's getting pierced by nails. And then there's like blood spitting down from the hands and it spells out um, is free indeed. And on the top, it says who the sun sets free. So um, that's a shirt that we do have in our big cartel. I saw cartel. that. <laughs> Taking a picture. It's my we friend. Have that in our big cartel. We have all sizes in right now, small through 3XL. Yep. So, that's, so that's one of the links. A big cartel. If you type in Gratitude Texas Big Cartel, you can find our merchandise. Um, mm-hmm. There'll be a link not, in the description. We're not we're not out here trying to cut a profit. We would just uh maybe make it easier on us to travel to your local vicinity in your underground venue so that we can maybe uh, get a concussion or something. Um, as yep. far as uh, Insta- or you know, climb up on a roof, tin roof, and, and almost, hopefully not fall. Almost fall through. He almost killed himself the other day. Oh, that would have been <laughs> bad. That'd have been bad. 
It would have been, been a great story. But we so. believe in resurrection. So, yeah, I know. could just see it now. Like, you you fall, you're dead. You know, Adam tells up. He's like, hey, man, um, I know Noah said that we're going to, like, talk about some stuff, but he's dead. He jumped off a roof and da-da-da-da. And then he no, just, fell through a roof. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Fell through a roof. This wasn't intentional. It was an accidental fall. Okay, that makes it even better. Oh, my gosh. There's pictures on the gram. If you haven't seen them, pictures on the gram. Oh, they are? Oh, well, sh- Speaking okay. of Instagram. Yeah, yeah. Hit me with the socials, yeah. man. So, on, for, if you want to find us on TikTok or Instagram, you're just going to go to Gratitude TX Christ for just because it's something that, um, you know, was sort of a box given to our genre. It was Christ for. And um, it's not that we gloped the Christ for, but it's just like it's something that people can. If 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 you wanted to put us in a box up, so we would call it. I'm just making sure that yep, congratulations, Christ score, uh, for the TikTok and Instagram, and as far as Facebook goes, it's just gratitude Texas. Yeah, I'll double check that real fast. And it's just gratitude Texas. Yeah. Um, gratitude and TX is one word. Um, maybe in the future we'll make a Discord. I don't know. Is that what the kids use these days? Discord. Bro, I yes. am. Uh, Discord is where it's at. I keep I keep Discord. getting told to do Discord for this. It's it's way better. I've just I I need to I need to get on that trend. Not even a trend. It's being yeah. around forever. We're just catching up, boomers. Well, maybe, well, maybe, maybe by well, the time this is posted, maybe Adam will have a Gratitude Texas um, Discord. Yeah. Um. Another thing I learned from the guitar player Brain is Twitch. He is humongous on Twitch. He's actually I think he actually makes money on Twitch. He might just a couple bucks. Twitch. Yeah. Twitch, you know, come come watch us on Twitch practice. You know? Dude, Christcore uh, Twitch. Yeah. And then our guitarist, Ramon, always jokes around about us having an OnlyFans. Um, oh, God. Uh, we don't have an OnlyFans yet, but, um, you know. If, if you want an OnlyFans of us, just, you know, playing guitar. I say we take OnlyFans back. Ramon, yes. I will. Well, actually, it, pouring honey all over myself. Oh, God. Like it, never, oh, it, it never got I, taken so, from So on this... <laughs> So if we get like, I don't know, a thousand comments saying OnlyFans, Noah, pour honey on yourself, maybe I'll do it. But it's got to be at least a thousand of you guys that want to see it. Ooh. Challenge accepted. All right. Challenge so, accepted. so at a show, one of our earlier shows, we, we, we drank some honey to keep our vocal cords, right. you know, hydrated. <laughs> and he does it. And on stage, like, hey, guys. It's honey break. So he grabs a, tar, a huge jar of honey about this, like huge. Like he opens it up. I'm doing the same thing because I'm taking a drink of honey myself because I didn't see him do. And he does this. He just goes, ha, and like free pours it. He gets it on his chin, his shirts, and the microphone. Well, at, that, at some point they said pour it all over yourself. And, uh, you know, you give the crowd what the crowd wants. Yeah. <laughs> Pour it all over yourself. Only fans. I'm like, all right. I just start going for it, and everyone eats. Everyone's eating it up. Next thing you know, pour some sugar on it. Plays in the background on the house music, and it's just a complete mess. <laughs> yeah, it's a complete mess. <laughs> yeah. Um, more links to come. YouTube. We have a YouTube channel. Oh, and we're on uh, all the streaming platforms as far as music is concerned. Apple Music, um, Spotify. Amazon, Google, Napster, and if you want to make a highlight, LimeWire probably Pirate Bay. Um, <laughs> if you want to, you if you want to make like highlights and reels with our music, um, it's all it's on Facebook, Instagram, 
TikTok, TikTok um, you can incorporate our music into your videos. Oh, yeah. good. Oh, so, you've got it to where you can remix with it? Yes. Nice. Nice. Yeah, that's yeah. that's the one thing that I like is whenever I'm whenever I'm crafting um, a post or like, for example, I run a lot. So on my personal account, which is at run with Ryan, holler at me. I do motivational speeches about uh, just whatever I'm thinking about, either before the run or after the run. And then I post my progress and, you know, it's just me just, you know, trying to help people get that little bit of motivation. Um, because the, the hardest thing about going to the gym is going to the gym. So yeah. if I can help motivate anybody to run or exercise or meditate or just sit still for 10 minutes, like that's, that's what that accounts for. Then the podcast is obviously about metal, but I always try to like incorporate some music. And when I try to search for local bands, it's not, it's definitely getting more accessible. So I yeah. guess my, my, I guess parting words of wisdom is if, however it works to where, when you can add your music to where Instagram or TikTok it's available. Like when it says like, do you want to add music? You're like, yes. And then you start searching for a band and there's nothing that comes up. However yeah. you get your music in there, do that. Distro kid. Yeah. There you go. Distro kid. Oh, well guys, amazing chat. I, I thoroughly enjoyed getting to know you guys personally and, and more about, you know, the music and, you know, the other members and what you guys, you know, are all about. So I look forward to working with you in the future and catch it. I really want to see you guys live because it's, it's so weird. Like, and Let's this is kind it. of one of the reasons why I wanted to like chat just to get to know you a little bit better is like, like just y'all's style of not y'all style of music, but like the Christ core and like just, you know, the, the, the energy that comes with it. It's like, it's a whole nother level. It's just, there's something different in the air. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's just me. Uh, but uh, hopefully I get to see you guys soon. Maybe I can catch a yeah. date or I yeah. can maybe put on a show and wink, wink, nudge, nudge, get you up here to play it. That would be tight. It wouldn't take, take heart. Take, it wouldn't be hard to get us up there. Well, cool, man. We're, we're kind of, we like shows. We like shows. Shows are okay. <laughs> we like playing in front of crowds. Uh, we like screaming uh, at people. Was it uh, Wayne's World? I like to play. I like to play. <laughs> I like to play. All right, guys. Well, uh, again, thank you very much for your time. I know everyone's time is valuable, and I appreciate you gave that you gave me, you know, upwards of ninety minutes. I will, uh, I'll let you know when this is out. Send me all the links and stuff so I can throw it in the comments and the description, and then uh, I'll let you know when it's out. You got it, Chief. All right. Shout out to Ben Kuiper, Jesse Mason, Stephen Othman, and Noah Stokey. Yep. All, all, all the forum members of the Gratitude Band. We are grateful. And uh, last but not least, spin kicks for the crucifix, y'all. Spin <laughs> kicks for the crucifix. Ah. I love it. All right, later, guys. See you, yeah. man.